Welcome to Thriving in the Age of Disruption with Dr. Ramesh. I'm glad you're joining us today to hear from Mr. Transwan Moe, founder and CEO of ATM Consultancy and Management Company in Vietnam. Mr. Moe is a seasoned entrepreneur and startup mentor, and he plays a prominent role in Da Nang's thriving entrepreneurial scene. Together with Dr. Ramesh, he decodes the entrepreneurial and crisis-resilient mindset in this conversation. You'll discover the keys to success, such as identifying market pain points, finding suitable mentors, and staying connected within the ecosystem. As a tourism expert, Mr. Moy's pandemic experience also unveils his crisis-resilient mindset. His story of transforming setbacks into opportunities serves as a valuable lesson for those of us striving for sustainable success. Welcome to Thriving in the Age of Disruption podcast series, Mr. Moy. I'm really excited that we have you today because you are representing Danang in Vietnam. And Danang is a hotbed of entrepreneurial activities. Please introduce yourself. Share with us about what you do, about your personal life. Thank you very much. I am founder and CEO of ATM Consultancies and Management Company. This company stepped up in 2006. We provide consultancies for hospitality and for the management administration and strategy deployment for enterprise and also for the startup. Also, I have a company with ATM Technology Development Company as a new staff. And I co-founder and investor of some startup companies in Vietnam. I am the author of the Excellent Rules of Hotel Business and the co-author with Ms. Jolie Chang Pham of the book, Becoming a Sales Leader. I love traveling, discovering new things. And when I have time, I prefer to talk with friends. And I plan when I travel to some new place to help the local people there. Yeah. Wonderful. I remember when I was in Danang, I met your son. Yes. I have one son now. He's 12 and my daughter is 18. She's studying in UK and my son is living with my wife and I. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So you're a consultant running an incubator called the Songan Incubator, and you're also a co-founder of some startups and investor in startups. What I want to talk about first is your own entrepreneurial journey. I describe entrepreneurial mindset as a mindset where someone is being resourceful. That means knowing what is the problem so that you can then go about finding the right solution for it. Two is that you're able to manage risk and uncertainty. And lastly, that you're able to create value, not just financial, as well as value for everybody else. When you look at the entrepreneurial mindset as a characteristic and compare that against the people who start and run a business, what do you observe about yourself in your own journey and about entrepreneurship generally? My own journey, yes, I would like to share with you. This is very interesting. More than 20 years ago, at that time in my mind, it's empty about the startup, about entrepreneurship. I just want to do something. I want to open a business to do what I want at that time. Because I recognize that many people, they have money, but they don't know how to do the right way. Even when we have knowledge, experience to share, to help them, but they don't want to follow. At that time, it made me disappointed. So I opened my business. 
at the beginning to apply what I want to do and what I think that is very good. I want to show to other people that it's better to do in the right way mm -hmm. and to contribute to the community. It's very pure in my mind. What was the pain point for you when you saw that people don't do it the right way? Very interesting question because I also asked myself about that. When they do not do it in the right way, they think that they can save money if they do in their way. And finally, everything goes to mess and then they have to spend more money to correct the mistake. It means that if you do the right way, you save money. And to do the wrong way, you spend more money. So very big pain to the owner or the boss of the company when they do the wrong way. Actually, that's a very important aspect to highlight, especially in the hospitality area. Because often people think taking shortcuts or saving short-term expenses or costs is beneficial, but it is not. So I understand now that's what you meant by doing business the right way. And if you look back at your entrepreneurial journey, you've been a consultant, you still are a consultant. Apart from running your own consulting business, have you been involved in running some other business? In some staff, I play the role at the beginning is trainer and then move to consultant and then to mentor and coach. And at some stage, I recognize that they are very good and suitable to my point of view in investment. Some of them also ask me to be the uh, shareholder and then I make decision to be shareholder of the company. My journey and my role in different startups is not the same. If I am a shareholder, I will involve, but I'm not the decision maker. I just provide them my experience and give them the guideline or help them grow up in their own as the founder or the operation director. So you would play more of a supporting role with the founders in their own startup mm -hmm. and leverage on your own experience and expertise to support them by guiding them in growing the business. What do you do in this Songan Incubator? Does it have a focus area and how long has it been around? In Songan Incubator, we focus in the tourism sectors. Recently, we focus on the food and beverage. We start in 2017. At this Songhan Incubator, I play the role as the co-founder and expert. I take part in developing some workshops. How was it during the COVID times? Because hospitality and F&B might have been impacted. And what did the startups do during that period? And how are they faring right now? Oh, it's a terrible time. We have a 68 startup before COVID and then most is closed okay, because they meet many difficulties. At that time, we tried to connect with them by Zoom or yes, some other application. Now the recovery is better. So as a mentor and an expert, what are the five key things that any startup founder has to do to become successful to move from early startup to at least growth stage startup? It depends on the business field, okay? But in my own point of view, to make our idea to the successful business, first need to find out the market pain. The second thing about the solutions, the third thing need to have a suitable mentor, at least one mentor. Yes, it's very important. Number four, stay connect with the ecosystem where I can connect with many other founders or mentors, experts or maybe organizations to support me. 
And number five, always keep the mind open to learn the new thing for personal development. Wonderful. I really love what you have created here for us to take an idea and make it into a successful business. Number one is to discover what is the market's pain point. Number two, to find a solution for that. Number three is also have a suitable mentor to accompany us. Number four is to connect and create our own tribe in the ecosystem so that they can support us and encourage us. And lastly, to keep an open mind, right? We have to keep learning and doing new things. Thank you very much for sharing your own wisdom about entrepreneurship and the entrepreneurial mindset. Crisis resilience, something that entrepreneurs have probably a good mastery of. Crisis is a kind of setback or sometimes it can even be a failure. And so the point is when that happens, what does someone do? Do they give up? Do they keep trying or do they just freeze? What is it that you have done in your life to deal with setbacks and failure? Yes, thank you. I would like to say that to give up, it's very easy. But to deal with it, to fight with it, and to be the winner with the challenge, with the current crisis, I have to fight with myself. So I always believe in myself, try to find out the solutions to overcome the crisis. This situation is different. It needs different solutions. But uh, I also want to say that if we meet difficulties or some crisis situations, we can share with the men or with experts or maybe with the husband and wife or with someone you think that maybe they cannot help, but they can listen at least to help you to release those stress. And then you feel more fresh. With idea, you need to balance the emotions because sometimes you feel very stressed, but you also need support from someone else. It means that we step out of the box. Some people, they are very shy. They think that asking someone is so our weakness. But if you can ask someone, it also is a good point, not weakness. To give up is very easy, but to fight to be a winner, it really requires you to look inwards and generate something more. Also, when we have a crisis, we have to be willing and open to share with others our vulnerability and not be scared that we will appear to be weak because here's the opportunity really to learn. Thank you for sharing that. Now, is there any particular crisis that you dealt with that you want to share with our listeners? My business in the tourism sector. Before COVID, we have eight projects running. And then until now, it's still <laughs> stop. So at that time, I thought that, okay, the problem, it happened over the world. It doesn't accept anyone. So yes. I have to find out what are the opportunities. Because I don't know when the tourism industry will be recovered. I can't wait. If I stop here and I wait to the opportunity when the tourism break recover, maybe I will be uh, stretched. Yes. Yeah. I need to do something. And then I go to Google and I search what is the chance and what are opportunity and discuss with my wife what we should do now and what is more easy to do in this time. So we find out selling something online. So we try to take opportunity. 
we dare to take the challenge. So when we meet the difficulty, don't stop there and try to look out and find something new. At least to keep our mind thinking and the opportunity or the answer may be appear. That's right. Mr. Moy, when you look at that period in your life, what do you think helped you to be positive, to seek out the new opportunity and not to give up? Is there some daily practice that you do? Is there some discipline that you have? What is it that you can share with our listeners that will help them also to develop this ability to look for opportunities? To myself, I say that if I don't learn, if I don't change, if I don't accept the new thing, I will be old man and no use and I don't want. Because in fact, I am a consultant and I am also a lecturer. I want to teach others and I want to give advice. I need to open my mind. If I don't open my mind to learn new things, how my students and my partner can learn from me? I have nothing new to show them, to help them. Yes. Yeah. So I always try new things. For example, I learn how to create the chat box or I learn how to do live stream and then I stay at home, but I deliver the lecturers via Zoom or Google Meet. That's very interesting. I'm happy with myself. It is nothing. Yeah. So don't limit. You are someone who has an open mindset, like a growth mindset, right? You also see and pride yourself as someone who has to walk the talk. So if you're going to tell everyone else to be open and to learn, then you have to demonstrate that. Yeah. So you're role modeling the same thing for yourself. That's really great as a leader, as a mentor and a coach, because you are authentic about what you say. Do what you say. I want to ask you a question about spirituality. What is spirituality for you and where are you in this spiritual journey? Spiritual reality for me uh, is deeply personal and uh, introspective journeys of uh, self-discovery and connection with something greater than myself. It's encompassed belief, values, and practice that bring meaning, purpose, and a sense of interconnectedness to my life. It's difficult to articulate something intangible. For example, if we talk about trust or kindness or understanding or relationship, so only when I believe, I will invest in it. If I don't believe, why do I need to invest time or money? But when I believe, I will invest to learn, to grow up. The more I invest, the more I grow and understand very clearly who I want to be and what I want to live in my life for the next generation. When I teach my students, I always ask them, when you pass away, what you leave for the next generation? Can they go to Google to find you? <laughs> yeah. So that makes me think about it's bigger than how much I earn today. It's very important to earn money for today, but also for the future, for the next generation. So I am at the state where I am giving the good values of the knowledge of the science. I keep myself in uh, have a, a glass of water so I can get new things. So you are keeping a beginner's mind. And do you think that it is possible for us to live a simple life? Yes, everything is possible. Nothing is impossible. It depends on you, on the mindset. If you accept it, everything will be okay. What is living a simple life for you? Conscious choice, priority, what truly matters, and enjoy every moment. 
I would like to say thank you when I go to bed and when I get up, I thank you. The last night, wonderful. At this moment, I talk with you with my patience and with what I want to tell you. I open to show you. It's very simple. Love every moment because every moment is only moment. Never repeat again. Why we don't love it? Because it's only one. That's yeah. right. So very simple. We love this moment and then we can love the future. If we don't love this moment, we have no future. Very so profound. We live with attitude. It's about loving every moment and having gratitude. Yes. So if I ask you to describe thriving, how would you describe it? The first thing I prefer, the word persistent. Ah. I am persistent and focus on it. I do not give up easily and keep trying until I achieve my goal, challenge myself. So for you, thriving means being persistent to keep at that goal, that vision that you have created. Very yes. good. What is sustainability for you? There are many definitions about sustainability. My background partnering for sustainable development. Sustainability is very important to the world. In my point of view, whatever we do today, it make our life better today, but also create good impact for the future. So that is sustainable development. In fact, we also do some work with sustainability and we call it the ongoing thriving of a living system. And that is, like you said, that it's doing well today as well as tomorrow. I'm going to now ask you a few questions. What's your favorite book? I prefer the book 80-20 Principle because in our life, we have many things to do. Yes. For example, if I work with some staff founder, they see everywhere have opportunity to earn the money. And then they do a lot of things and they don't focus on what is the core thing they should do. And what's your favorite travel destination? The favorite travel destination in Vietnam. At this age, I prefer go to destination have cultures. For example, I just visit Yên Tử in the north of Vietnam on high mountain. I enjoy fresh air there and with the cultures help me enjoy my life with my family. Wow. Yên Tử. Y-E-N-T-U. Oh, Yên Tử. It's in the north. I will look it up so that I can go for a holiday there. What is the most unusual food you have ever tried? Recently, I traveled to Canter to provide consultancy for some company there. I refused to take the mouse. Oh, really? Yes. They said that it's very delicious. This is a baby mouse and <laughs> get them on the field. And I said, no. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have tried it too. And if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Superpower. Okay. I would like to make a very big party for the world. Everyone enjoy the party with love, with happiness. That's great. And what is the best advice that you've ever received in your life? To be honest, trust with myself and chat with the other. If I don't trust, be honest with myself, I will lose everything. That's right. Very good. Yeah, yeah. It's been really great to have this chat with you, Mr. Moy. Thank you very much for joining this podcast series. You are welcome. My pleasure. Yes. 
I'm also looking forward to seeing you the next time we are in Dana. Yes. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Ramesh and Mr. Moy, for sharing your personal stories and valuable insights. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur or investor, looking for inspiration to overcome the challenges in your life, or simply curious about the stories that shape the change makers of our world, this podcast series is your gateway to a world of insight and inspiration. Be sure to subscribe to the Thriving in the Age of Disruption podcast or follow Dr. Ramesh on LinkedIn and other social media so you too become a part of Dr. Ramesh's thriving network.